back is the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Hope you all had a great weekend out there and a good start to the week this week. It looked like earlier in the session today that it was going to be a pretty nice comeback day for most of our major indexes as we started off the day negative, managed to turn nicely positive, but we got a weak smart money hour today that wiped out most of today's gains, uh, except for the Dow, which was able to finish just slightly positive on the day today, but not what you want to see with a weak smart money hour. But we're seeing a lot of reasons here in the short term to be bullish and at the very least still do for a nice bear market rally here as Kip covered earlier today in our VRA updates and uh, his midday update today, which you can go sign up for at Rumble, YouTube, uh, really every platform out there you can find our, our not only our VRA investing podcasts, which come out every day at the market close, but also now our midday podcasts uh, that come out every day at midday. And those are video updates here as well. Uh, but as we see it now, the short-term lows for this bear market should be in. Now we're only a few days away. It was just last Thursday that we got the most recent lows. Uh, and typically calling for a market bottom is a lot like catching a falling knife. You'd rather get out of the way uh, than try and catch it. But in the short term here, we see at least a few reasons why we're due for at least a bear market rally. So go through a few of those here. And first off, all of our major indexes have hit extreme oversold on steroids for all of our BRA investing system screens, all of our short-term investing system screens here, which is pretty rare. So again, tells us that the rubber band has been stretched too far in one direction. And typically when that happens, either to the upside or to the downside, it means we're due for a snapback in the other direction. And especially in bear markets, that can happen very quickly. Uh, you get uh, these rip type of opportunities like we saw on Friday, where you have a, a big up day um, in the opposite direction of the market's current trend. And we certainly are in a short-term downtrend here for our markets, uh, which is why we've been referring to this as a bear market rally. But second here, another example of the rubber band being stretched too far is that our major indexes have seen a percentage of stocks below their 200-day moving average that you don't see very often. For example, the NASDAQ stocks below their 200-day moving average or sorry, above their 200-day moving average, is now below 10% of NASDAQ stocks above the 200-day. That's just the third time in over 15 years or so that that has happened, the previous two times most recently. So it is a small sample size, but still important in our view. And the last two times were first coronavirus insanity, so March of 2020, where we hit roughly 7% of stocks above the 200-day moving average, and then the lows of the financial crisis, uh, where just 4% of stocks were above their 200-day moving average. That's from 2008 to 2009. Now you see where I'm going with this. 
Both of those times led to massive, massive rallies from the lows. Now, that doesn't mean we couldn't have a double bottom or a retest of the lows that we saw. They aren't too far away from where we are right now. But over the, the very short term here, with the rubber band stretched this far, it's difficult for us not to see a counter move in the other direction, at least a short term one, uh, a tradable one here as we're seeing it. We've put on some positions to trade it as well. And then next up, we're also seeing an important pattern change from our market internals. We started uh, bringing this up last week and we saw it again today, even on a day you know, where we had the NASDAQ down 1.2% uh, and three out of our four major indexes lower on the day, the internals could have been weaker like we've seen over the last month or so. And as I mentioned, it really has gotten better over the last week uh, where you know, we were seeing over a thousand stocks hitting 52 week lows. That has improved, volume has improved and uh, advancing to declining stocks has also improved. So that looks to be an important chat pattern change compared to what we've seen lately. I'll cover the internals more in depth here in a minute. And then the last one, and maybe one of the biggest ones, has been investor sentiment. It really has gotten hard to find any bulls out there lately. And just like when you're looking at the upside, when you can't find any bears, as contrarians, that's the time when we wanna get out of the market. When you can't find any bulls, we love taking the opposite side of that bet. So last Thursday, Gibbs talked about this a lot as well. The fear and greed index decks hit a six. So in the single digits for the first time since the lows of coronavirus insanity as well. So again, March of 2020. And the last two times that we've gotten into the single digits for the fear and greed index, again, March of 2020 and December of 2018. Both of those turned out to be incredible buying opportunities. Remember, we talk about that one a lot, the December from hell, where Jay Powell and the Fed cronies were raising rates going into Christmas Eve. Uh, we've called it the December from hell. Um, you know, raising rates into a market that nobody was there to support, uh, but turned out to be a fantastic buying opportunity. And we've also seen it in the AAII uh, investor sentiment survey as well. The spread between bulls and bears recently hit its lowest level since 2009. And also, just two months ago, we saw the number of bullish investors drop below 20%. So you may be asking, Tyler, why are you bringing up a stat from two months ago? We're back above 20% of investors being bullish right now. Well, that's only happened 10 times in the survey's history. And over the next six to 12 months, all of our major indexes are up 100% of the time. Uh, I believe the average gain is between 13 and just above 20%. But the reason why I bring it up today, what's really interesting about the statistic is that it's really about 50-50 for the markets. Over the next one to three months, after bulls break below 20%, markets tend to struggle for the next one to three months. So we are just two months away from when that happened. And around the three month time frame is when the market tends to find its footing. 
So we're right, we're getting close to that range of where the market should bottom. And then again, after that one to three month window, it's off to the races for the next six to 12 months with big gains. Like I said, between 13 and 20%. Uh, so I think it's important to bring that one up here again today. Uh, but, you know, especially on, on an action like today's where we got a weak smart money hour, not what you want to see. You know, uh, we did finish off the lows of this morning at least, uh, but still not, not what we like to see. We don't feel quite confident in saying that we're at the end of a bear market just yet or that, you know, we're right back into bull market action. But we do feel like we're closer to the end of this bear market, uh, at least in the short term than we are to the beginning of it. So I think we're due for a nice uh, bear market rally at the very least here. So looking at our markets on the day, uh, as I mentioned earlier, looked like it was going to be a bullish day as we opened lower and headed higher. And that is the sign of a market that wants to continue higher, right? A market that opens lower and finishes high wants to keep heading higher. A market that opens higher and finishes lower, well, that's not the sign of a very strong market there at all. Really got about the in-between of that today because we, we opened lower and finished mixed on the day. Um, so the Dow led the way up just 0.08% to 32,223. Next up, the S&P 500 down just about four-tenths of 1% to 4,008. After that were the small caps, uh, Russell 2000 down just over half a percent to 1,783. And lastly, the NASDAQ down 1.2% to 11,662. Uh, I just wanna check. Yeah, I mean, really not, not the action that you wanna see on the day, especially in the NASDAQ as we did finish closer to the lows of the day. Looking at our internals on the day, uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, we have seen a, a distinct pattern change from what we've seen in previous weeks here. And while we did get a weak smart money hour, we still got better readings than we've seen from previous sell-offs. Uh, advancing stocks were able to beat out declining stocks on the NYSE. They did come back negative on the NASDAQ, but better readings than we've seen from previous sell-offs. New 52-week highs and lows continue to be our weak spot, but much better than the days that we saw, you know, a middle of last week where we saw over a thousand stocks hitting 52 week lows. Well, today it was just 515 stocks hitting 52 week lows. So still way more than you would like to see, but not as bad as we have seen. And we also saw 52 stocks, 53 stocks, excuse me, hitting 52 week highs. That's also better, uh, at least headed in the right direction. We had a few days last week where we had between 15 and 30 stocks hitting 52 week highs. So that's much better there. And lastly, volume did come in positive for the NYSE. Uh, you know, actually got negative there just for a moment after the after our week smart money hour, but did manage to finish positive on the day. NASDAQ volume, uh, slightly negative on the day, but again, not as bad as we have seen either. Looking at our sectors on the day today, we finished with four out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. Energy led the way as oil hit its highest level in nearly two months and the energy sector hit a 52 week high today. We were followed there by healthcare, consumer staples and utilities as we've also seen rates continuing to fall here down again today, just about 2%. We're now at a 
2.87 on the 10 year. Uh, it really fell in pretty short order here. We were at a, above a three, excuse me. I mean, just seven days ago, not even seven trading days ago on March, uh, yeah, March 10th. So six days ago, really the beginning of last week, we were still above a three at the highs uh, and have fallen quickly from there. And that's why I mentioned utilities as the biggest borrowers uh, being up on the day. Then our laggards were consumer discretionary tech. And we also did see the semis, not what you want to see today, down 1.6%. Uh, inside day from yesterday's trading. A lot of technicians look at inside days as evidence that we're about to break in one way or the other. Still needs some more data to figure out which way we're going to go from here. Again, you know our view. In the short term, we are at oversold levels here. Uh, so we expect the move to be at least a bear market rally. Then our last few sectors uh, that were our laggards on the day were real estate, financials, and communication services. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold up on the day now, still slightly below its 200 day moving average, but working hard to get back up there. Uh, really getting close now. Up a nice eight tenths of 1% today to 1,822 an ounce. And we also saw good action from the gold mining ETF, GDX, up almost 1% on the day. And GDX in a similar boat here uh, fell off a cliff after hitting a 52 week high just about a month ago, but also at extreme oversold levels here. So we think this group is about ready to get going here. Silver up a nice 2.9% now to $21.60 an ounce. Copper now up uh, just about three quarters of 1% to $4.20 a pound. And oil, uh, as I mentioned earlier, about a, its highest level in about two months here, up 2.89% to $111 a barrel. Finally for today, Bitcoin still struggling to stay above $30,000 of Bitcoin. It started the day there, started the day at about 31K and just declined from there. Now down 2.7% to 29,629 of Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA investing podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the, click the podcast link at the top. And we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.